0: and I'm bringing on the very best business leaders to give you advice on how to build your business empire. Let's amplify your voice and business. Today, I am speaking with Erica Hernandez. She's a first-generation Mexican-American, and she is also a podcast host, editor, performer, and creativity mindset coach. So she is on a mission to help more first-generation and immigrant descendants to confidently own their creativity, their creative identity, and to monetize those dreams. So I am super excited to talk with you, Erica, today about imposter syndrome, which I know so many of us, probably all of us, I have and i just thought this would be a really great topic and i know that it's something that you're uh, passionate about and helping anyone out there who's struggling trying to achieve their dream and struggling with those thoughts of i'm not good enough or or whatever they are but did i miss anything about your story
1: no that's about it i mean if you could add more things to it i don't know <laughs> i also do improv i think i'm funny so yeah <laughs> I started doing TikToks about reviewing television and film. So I'm a multifaceted human being.
0: <laughs> Erica is. And if you follow her on Instagram, she is very entertaining, such a performer. She's doing kind of jazz hands right now. You can't see, but um, I love like popping on Instagram and just like seeing, okay, what is she going to say now? Um, so this, I'm, thinking this is going to be a really fun conversation. Yeah. Um, but let's dive into what is imposter syndrome and what are some of those really common like limiting beliefs that we all have running through our heads.
1: I have my like definition, but I wanted to see like what is the actual definition. So what I found online, this was like the first thing that came up was that imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities or feeling like a fraud. It disproportionately affect high achieving people, I can't read my own writing, <laughs> who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. So when I read this, I was like, "Yep, that's me, that's me.
0: <laughs> sounds um, so familiar. <laughs>
1: sounds so familiar, what, what? But at the same time, I started thinking about it a little more like, yes, that is like the core of what imposter syndrome is, right, just feeling like a fraud, feeling like you can't do it. But also on top of that, I think a lot of us have this belief that we have to have all these like certifications and accomplishments to be the certain identity that we want to be. Right. So if you want to be like a life coach or or a performer, you have to have all like we feel like we have to have this list of things before we could call ourselves that. And so I think that's where we get trapped in instead of looking at like what our gifts are. You know, there's always, we always have skills that we need to polish, but what are, instead of saying like, I am this because I have these natural gifts, we don't give enough priority to our gifts, our natural gifts, gifts. We give more priority to like a certificate or a class we took that told us that just like reaffirmed our gifts. So that was like an extra layer I wanted to add to that definition is the belief we hold is that we need to have accomplished a certain amount of things to really own this identity or to feel like like we're that identity or feel less of an imposter, but we don't focus on our gifts, so.
0: Yeah, I love that distinction of focusing on your gifts. And I think you're right. It's, It's when we look for things outside of ourselves for that validation and those things, you know, the certificates, the degrees or whatever, I mean, they have their place, but when you're coming back to yourself and what you know is to be true, like that's the stronger path because it's going to, it's going to hold you whether you have this degree, that degree, that validation from something Mm -hmm. outside of yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That, yeah, that's essentially it. It's like, we're seeking outside validation instead of validating ourselves first and knowing who we are you know, in those identities that we choose to be.
0: Mm-hmm. What are some of the common uh, limiting beliefs that come from feeling like an imposter?
1: I think just things we say to ourselves, like, oh, we're not good enough, right? But at the, I mean, at the end of the day, it's conditioning, right? We're conditioned at a very young age that in order to be successful, we have to graduate high school, go to college, get these degrees to be Check all the boxes. Check all the boxes to be successful in life. And it's very much like this to-do list, you know? And it's just like all these beliefs come in. And especially if you're like a person of color, on top of that, we're told things like we have to work harder. We have to do more than our white counterparts. Because of the color of our skin, we're not as worthy as them. you know, we're not Mm -hmm. as worthy. So we need to have, we need to be one step above them in like education degrees to be one level below them in like hierarchy, (laughs) which is really weird, right? Right. Um, And so I think we go into life, a lot of us go into life thinking that we're, no matter what we do, we'll never be as good as other people because of how they were born. So I think we, that's like one of the things that we hold subconsciously is like, we're never going to be good enough. We're not worthy enough. And we have been conditioned since we were little to compare ourselves to somebody else.
0: Right. To this standard that um, can feel unattainable, you know, and then, you know, you internalize a lot of that. And it just becomes part of your belief system. So then it's about like, okay, how do you challenge that? (laughs) Yeah,
1: there's this like underlying subconscious belief. And I'm going to say it because I know consciously, we don't believe this, right? Our conscious self, but our subconscious culture conditioning does at some point believe it. And we run on our subconscious, like 95% of what we do in a day or more. I can't remember the number is like out of habit out of subconscious but there's at a subconscious level a lot of us think being white is better than being a person of color
0: hmm.
1: and i hate saying that cuz i don't you know it's it's not true in my conscious self but it, in the subconscious self i i remember being in spaces in white spaces and being like i'm not as smart as them i don't read as fast as her and all of or that i don't speak as Well, as her, right. I don't use that big terminology. What is that? I don't know that word, (laughs) you know, and, and, you know, all of that piles up. And we're also taught not to speak up when we don't know something, or we feel like, like, we're stupid if we ask these questions. And so we, we limit ourselves even more. And we, we beat ourselves up when we're in situations where we're not understanding what's going on. When really it's just about asking questions and like being engaged, but we make, we make ourselves wrong. And then that's where like more, like we just pile up on that imposter syndrome, more reasons why we're a fake. You know?
0: Yeah, no, I can definitely relate to that feeling. And there's also like this kind of, yeah, the making yourself in the wrong, right. First of all, and then there's shame that comes with that and then there's another layer of yeah that just the just not being up to par right oh yeah yeah
1: all the time is happening all the time but i think the first step to like getting over it overcoming it is really understanding that we have this i think that's like really like the biggest the acknowledgement step, is, like, the acknowledgement and <clears throat> knowing that we have been conditioned we can rewire ourselves to condition ourselves to believe other other things Mm -hmm. and have our subconscious work for us and not against us and and eliminate imposter syndrome um, to some extent I think all of us will always feel like we're never good good enough but I had a conversation with a friend the other day and I was like oh you know I'm preparing some I'm preparing a course and it's taking me through like the emotional ringer. Like, like I'm like, oh, should I I can relate know? to that? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like I have this like thing, like, how can I be spiritual when I'm just like this funny person that makes fun of things? And I make fun of myself. So at the same time, I'm making fun of like the spiritual community, but I make fun of myself no matter what, you know? And I was like, are people gonna take me serious? Cause I crack jokes left and right. That's what like feeds my soul. And I just was like, I don't know what I'm talking about. And I talked to a friend, and she's like, None of us know what we're doing, Erica. (laughs) We're just making it up as we go. And I was like, Thank you for telling me that. I needed to hear that because then knowing that, I could just play with it and have fun and not care um, what what people think about me or getting it wrong.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think there's so much pressure we put on ourselves to not get it wrong, quote unquote wrong, and it it is so much about kind of letting go a little bit and having fun, but I'm glad you brought up that example of starting a course because I know a lot of our listeners are online entrepreneurs and, you know, doing the course thing. I have a course and I totally know what you mean by, yeah, it brings up a lot of feelings around like, well, who am I to put this out here Mm -hmm, to teach this? mm And am I doing it you know, the right way or people going yeah. to, yeah, it's, it brings up a lot of things. So I love that you, one of your strategies sounds like to reach out to someone, you know, who can tell you, you could, you know, share those feelings with, and then they can be like, yeah, no one cares or no, no one's really like knows what <laughs> no they're doing. Knows. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and then you mentioned like being aware of, you know, conditioning and beliefs that are mm-hmm. just, you know, we've internalized and are there other uh, tips you have for overcoming the imposter syndrome? First, knowing
1: that your desires or that dream that you want is for you, like really, really for you. If you have a dream that's off the like path that's commonly taken, we're oftentimes told no. like That's not for you. That's not for you, or that's too hard, or why would you do that? That doesn't make sense. Whatever it is, whether it's life coaching, podcasting, being in Hollywood, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're told like, no, and we're made to believe that that that's not really for us and that we need to take this like this course will be here, this road, because that's the easy way and that's mapped out for us. So we, we kind of are made to we're conditioned to believe that our, our dreams are silly our desires are silly we're we need to get out of cloud nine like i've been told many times like you need to get out of cloud nine this is real life you have a good job you should be grateful for that there's so many times that i was told that but i was unhappy you know and the first time i remember in a long time i was like it was just a few years ago literally like 3 or 4 years ago i met a coach and then i vet voice memo her and i was like i'm going to tell you something Um, that I won't really tell anyone. (laughs) I was like nervous, like literally nervous. And I was like, um, so I thought this dream would go away, but it hasn't. And I, every night I like obsess over this. And I was like, I do, I desire to be in film and television to entertain people. And I know now with like social, with social media and podcasts and YouTube, there's a way to do it where I don't have to be in LA and I could start doing it now. And she voice memoed back and I remember being like scared that she was going to tell me like, you're old, you need to get your head out of the clouds. Like all the stuff everyone told me growing up and as an adult as well. And she's like, Erica, if you have such a pool in your heart, that is meant for you. That is like your soul-aligned contract here on Earth with the universe, God, whatever you believe in, your source. And I remember just
0: crying
1: out of like, S- I want to
0: cry right now hearing that. It's so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like crying. I was like, someone finally gets me. Like, ah. like this is why. Like, I'm not crazy. I'm supposed to be doing this. This is why. Like. I feel it so strongly. Like I feel this pool. So, and I wanted to share that story because I, I just, I believe in the power of storytelling. But if someone told you no, I want you guys to know that you're meant to do this. You know, you're meant to do this. Like I don't dream of being a, uh, what is it, a, a brain surgeon or a teacher, but someone else has that dream. And that's fine, you know, but I don't. I have different dreams and my dreams are for me. So that was like the number one like tip I want to like lay out there because I think it's so fundamental that people know this and believe it believe it in your heart don't worry about how you're going to get it just believe it right now number one step is believing it
0: (laughs) you're right you're absolutely right to start there because if you don't have that true belief then really everything else is going to just kind of stall right so you have to to get that part first. And yeah, that is such a powerful story. I mean, I really heard how rooted in this traditional way of thinking about the world and upbringing and definitely it seemed like the polar opposite of your dreams of wanting to be out there wanting to dream bigger for something. And that's So amazing that you had the coach and that you hired a coach to help you figure out what it is that you want to do and to like, what's calling you is what's calling you.
1: I mean, that's the best decision I've done (laughs) in my life.
0: Hey, Explorers. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to take just a few seconds to invite you to the free workshop that I created. It's called the three secrets to starting your successful podcast. Now it's all about helping you to start your dream podcast so that you can share your voice and expand your business. If you want to join, just go to exploreandyou.com. It's totally free. All right, friend, back to the show.
1: So that's my number one step. Um, Number two, you know, you prove yourself right. And I forgot to get that quote, but I think it's, it was Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Yes. And I love I love that quote, because we are always proving ourselves right. Always like subconsciously, we are proving ourselves right to the bitter end. If you have the imposter syndrome and you have those thoughts of like, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, no matter how much I do, I'm never going to be as good as that person. Mm -hmm. You are constantly going to prove yourself right and find ways where that belief is right. So start proving yourself right in a different way. Like now that you know that you're constantly proving yourself right, start saying things to yourself that prove yourself right. So for me, I'll give you guys an example is like for a while, I didn't believe I was a performer. I didn't think that was funny. Now I post on my stories and I, And I go back and watch them and tell myself how hilarious I am. I'm funny. I entertain myself sometimes. Like I'll I'll watch my stories three to five times a day because I'm bored and be like, I need to go make myself laugh. And like, I prove myself that I'm funny via my post. So like I'm being the biggest cheerleader to myself as I can. People feel your energy and they just gravitate towards you because they want that energy. They want to be in your space. Think about a person that you, you like online or in your real life that has this like, awesome like confidence in themselves and you just want to gravitate towards them because you just want that they just feel good when they walk in the room you feel good right away and you just want to go to them you know you're like stuck (laughs) like give me your energy so you got to remember that and we're energetic beings and energy is so important
0: i like how you are you're you're cheerleading yourself and i think that that can be a hard thing for a lot of us to give ourselves even permission to do that. Like, oh yeah, I can, I can bolster myself up. I can be like, no, you're awesome. And that, that sometimes can feel really foreign, but I love that you're like your suggestion of just doing it. Yeah. And I think that you really project that. And when, when you show up.
1: My tip number three is very long. It's, it's like tip three to five hundred. I call it debunking your limited beliefs. So this is something I've been learning a lot in the in the uh, online coaching space, specifically around you know mindset and spirituality. So I took a bunch of things a lot of people do and combined them all into one. <laughs> but this is this is what I do. So. When, you, when you're having your imposter syndrome, you have all these beliefs come up, right? That are limiting you. We all have beliefs, but some just hold us back. Uh, my recommendation is start writing, making a list of all those negative, low vibing shit that comes up. Sorry, stuff that comes up. <laughs> <laughs> and start figuring out, like, take one at a time. Because if you do them all at once, you're going to be crying for like weeks. So, you know, take them as they come. Take them, don't do it all at once. So, like, one belief at a time. But get a belief and ask, ask, like, where did this, where did this belief come from? You know, like, ask yourself, like, where did it came from? And then the second thing I recommend doing with that is, okay, you, you know where it came from, it came from a parent or a guardian. And, and then ask yourself, like, why, why did they do this? You know, understand, like, why they did it. So an example for me, when I was little. I can't remember what age I was. Probably before seven, I told my parents like I wanted to be a singer and actress, and right away they shut me down and said, gente como nosotros no hace eso." People like us do do that. And I didn't realize like how bitter and angry I was with my parents for like the longest time. Like subconsciously, I was like bitter and angry. I, I wrote it down, and I had to think of, I had to see, I had to see why they said that through their lens, right? They had just come from Mexico. Um, they didn't really know English. I think my mom was undocumented at the time, too. It was the 80s, and they didn't know what to do with a child that had bigger dreams than what they came here for, you know? So they didn't know really how to navigate my dreams. So they didn't want to disappoint me. They were protecting me, and they they nurtured me in the way that they thought I would be secure and safe and have least The least struggle, which is, you know, go to school, get a college degree, get the corporate job. So I had to forgive them for that. So, like, so that's like the next step is, you know, you write down where the belief came from, why it happened, and then you forgive. You forgive and send the belief back. So, like, I mean, you don't need to have like a whole seance or anything. You could just write it down and be like, all right, pops, all right, mom, I forgive you, but this belief is no longer serving me. So, goodbye. Take it back take it back. It's yours. It's yours. I don't want it anymore. It's not serving me. And you just send it back to them. And there's some, there's a big power in doing that. I mean, as silly as it sounds and as woo as it sounds, there's so much power in that because you, 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 you take back power of your life and you take control. You take the steering wheel, as opposed to this belief that has been taking the steering wheel, which wasn't even yours to to begin with. It was your parents you know, it was a generation before you. So I think there's so much power in doing that. <clears throat> and then the next thing I do is I do like a bigger, bigger swoop. <laughs> like I, It's like a three step. So I, I look at the belief and I ask myself, is this belief actually true? No, it's not true. Does everyone in the world believe this to be true? Well, no, not really. There's a lot of Latinos out there in film and television and making it big, you know? (laughs) Okay. So it's not true. And is this belief serving me to my highest good? Well, no, it's not because I'm at a job that's sucking my soul. So no, it's not. It's not serving me at all. So what's the new belief? The new belief is someone like me could do whatever the hell they want in film and television, something like that, you know, rewrite the new belief in a way that serves you. It's not like, it can't be as simple as just flipping it. I think my I, I kind of gave like a bad example there, but like my belief is I, Erica Hernandez, M, A, B, and C or something like that, you know, make it easy. And then what I do is I start proving that belief, right? So I'll go like to Google and find people that are Latinos making it in the film, you know, top 10 Latinos in film and television, Um I had another one with age, I did one with age, like when people started working in Hollywood, because I was like, I'm too old, you know, and I went through that that belief. And then so I would go on the internet to prove myself right. (laughs) In that new belief, right. And then the last thing like that I did is take like daily action to get me closer. Like, what can I do now To get me closer to that new belief of, uh, yes, I, Erica Hernandez, can be an entertainer. What can I do right now? Maybe it's researching how to get get into film and television Maybe it's researching other ways to entertain. Uh, It could be podcasts. It could be TikTok. It could be (laughs) YouTube. Like just other ways that have that overall thing that you want. The feeling of it, it's about the feeling and the essence of that overall identity that you that you're striving to be. It's not like the actual thing being. It's just like, what are the things I could do right now that make me feel that I'm this identity? Step three is massive.
0: (laughs) Well, step three is such actionable steps to move you through those Um, limiting beliefs. And I love it because I know if you do these things, they will get you closer to your goal. And I think a lot of it is to just like an opening up of like possibilities. And you can't do that if you're stuck in the limiting belief, right? You have to have the forgiveness. You have to create a different narrative for yourself. And then you have to um, take the steps towards achieving that, that vision. So I think all that is really powerful.
1: And you're going to have times you're going to default to the other mode, you know? Right. Like, oh, I can't do this. Like I had, I had like two weeks where I was just like, oh, life is still the same. Nothing has changed. And I was just like feeling really heavy. And I, I was like, why am I even trying to create a course? Why am I even trying to be, you know, TikTok popular and podcast famous? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, why am I trying to do all these things? And I almost was like, I should just stop and stay with the job that I have. And then something inside me was like, uh uh-uh, uh, hold up, wait a minute. No, you're not happy. Stop it. Look at what you've done. I had to look at like what I had accomplished so far, you know? Big or small. It didn't have to be like money, money, you know, related. And I was like, oh, okay, like I now have a editing business. I started going to improv classes. After 20 years, I finally felt like safe enough to go do it. Because before I used to be super scared of doing improv. Like I was, I wanted to do it for the longest time, but I was just so afraid to be in these creative spaces. Cause a lot of these creative spaces are are white spaces, you know. So it can be very intimidating. And I finally healed myself to where I went to these the space and like dominated, you know, (laughs) like I had so much fun. Um, And so I just had to remind myself like, okay, I'm doing stuff. I'm just tired right now. Like I've had some stressful work days. I'm exhausted. I'm in default mode. I could, I got to rewire myself to go back until then that's when I started doing the prove myself right. I started looking at things that like proved me right, that I'm on the right track to like the next level of life, you know?
0: I'm so glad you brought up a moment where you were taking a couple steps back, you know, and getting, being at a, feeling at a low point because we all will feel that on our journeys, right? We'll all go to one step forward, two steps back. And that's a big reason why you take the action towards your goal, because then, like you said, you have the evidence when those mom- you have those low moments, you can look at that list and say, oh no, but I've done this, yeah. this, and that. And I think at some point when you do take the action steps, you get to a point of no return, right? Like you've, you've gone down the path so far, you've done so, you, it, it's piled up, right? You've done so many things that it's kind of like, well, I can't quit now, I gotta just keep going. And that's the other, I think, beauty of Doing the small yeah. steps, you know, every day towards your goal, because at a certain point you'll not only will they help you when you're in a low point, but at a certain point you'll realize, like, oh, I can't like waste all this momentum and this time.
1: Like when you're having those moments, it'll hit you faster. You're like you'll go, you'll go back on track way faster instead of letting it right. kind of draw. Yeah, you'll yeah. bounce back. Instead of yes. letting it draw. And like you'll I know I've had moments where I feel that way. And I was like, wait. I haven't really slept like I'm tired, your higher self goes to sleep, which is like the all knowing event, you know, spiritual, and your lower self, your low vibing self takes over. <laughs> and so mm. the, that's the low vibing self is that you know, the the one that has all the limited beliefs and all the doubts and imposter syndrome, the, the mean girl come, wakes up and starts talking to you. So I think it's important to know that you'll, you'll have your moments no matter what, but just tell yourself, Oh, yeah. I'm tired because I did A, B, and C yesterday and I need to rest. And I don't think we're we're told that that it's okay to rest. It's okay to um when you're tired, you're gonna not perform as you usually do. You're not even gonna think as as good as you're gonna as you do when you're like wide awake and fully energized. I think we're just taught to like,
0: even if you're tired, keep doing it. Just go, 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 yeah. produce, produce, produce. And I think we're actually conditioned to not pay attention to ourselves. There are so many distractions and there's so many ways for us to not just sit with ourselves. And so, yeah, I definitely noticed that for myself, that implementing time to either journal or meditate, like as a normal thing is, has been a struggle. But once I, once you do it, it's like, oh, it just seems natural. But I think everything around us is telling us to go, go, go and not to rest. Definitely. This has been a great conversation and thank you for sharing such insightful and really like tactical, practical things that we can do to move out of imposter syndrome and bust through those limiting beliefs. Can you tell people where they can find out more about you or how they can work with you? Yeah. So
1: my Instagram handle is at the underscore Erica with C underscore Hernandez. It's also that way on TikTok, but TikTok, I'm more doing like reviews of film and television, but it looks like more October, November, I'm releasing a program called Hello Creativity. And it's really to help people that are um, performers, entertainers that haven't really fully expressed their artistic self that like settled for corporate America and have this pull to be on stage, be on camera, but are so afraid to do it. Like they're scared, like literally afraid to take a course to go out there and do improv, to go out there and really, really be that creative. So I help you go get over those mindset hurdles so that you could take that improv class. So you could, you know, audition, whatever it is that you want to do, help you get out of this stuckness. I guess that's a great way to put it and step into your creative identity. And then I also help figure out ways to start monetizing off it now and different and different paths that you could take with your gifts. So. I'll be talking about it soon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a wonderful program for um, people who just want to release their inner creative that they've been tamping down. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. Thank you so much for having me. If you love today's episode, please subscribe so you don't miss a show. And rating and reviewing this podcast is the best way to help support us. Always remember your voice and what you have to offer is needed in the world. Until next week, take care.